0: Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me for this inaugural episode of Come Follow Me Today, a brief podcast to give us an additional spiritual moment in our otherwise busy lives. My name is Caleb Sanford, and I hope that you'll find this show useful as an addition to your normal scripture study. Feel free to leave comments for me on what you liked and how I can improve future episodes. Okay, so this year we'll be studying the Book of Mormon, another testament of Jesus Christ. And this week we're focusing on the introductory pages of the book found at the beginning, This is a great opportunity to understand what the purpose of the Book of Mormon is and how it can help us with our lives. So to start off, I want to read a few of the highlights from the introduction to the Book of Mormon. Quote, The Book of Mormon is a volume of holy scripture comparable to the Bible. The book was written by many ancient prophets by the spirit of prophecy and revelation. The crowning event recorded in the Book of Mormon is the personal ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ among the Nephites soon after his resurrection. It puts forth the doctrines of the gospel, outlines the plan of salvation, and tells men what they must do to gain peace in this life and eternal salvation in the life to come. We invite all men everywhere to read the Book of Mormon, to ponder in their hearts the message it contains, and then to ask God, the Eternal Father, in the name of Christ, if the book is true. Those who pursue this course and ask in faith will gain a testimony of its truth and divinity by the power of the Holy Ghost. Those who gain this divine witness from the Holy Spirit will also come to know by the same power that Jesus Christ is the Savior of the world End quote. I think there are a lot of things that someone can get out of the Book of Mormon, but for me, as I read this introduction, I see two primary purposes: one, to help us develop faith that Jesus Christ is our Savior. And two, learn what we can do to find peace in this life and eternal salvation in the life to come. I want to share with you my first experience with the Book of Mormon. I was 23 years old and was on a road trip around the United States with a buddy of mine when our car broke down outside of Idaho Falls. Well, we pushed, kicked, and dragged our car into Idaho Falls, but then we needed somewhere to stay for a few days while we got the car repaired. We were on a shoestring budget, so didn't want to spend money on a hotel or anything like that, so we were brainstorming who we might know in Idaho Falls. It turns out the friend I was with had a distant relative, some great uncle, like 10 times removed, he'd never met him before, but he knew that this guy existed. So somehow we found a number for this great uncle, gave him a call, and this man, brother Burton Shaw, told us that we were more than welcome to stay with him. But he was working at the Temple Visitor Center right then. And so, why don't we go there and hang out for the next hour until he finished his shift? And then we'd go back to his house. Now, looking back, I think this was just a huge con to get us to go to the temple. But we go to the Temple Visitor Center. We walk in. Now, my friend Brian and I had just finished hiking the John Muir Trail in California, 215 miles from Yosemite down to Mount Whitney. We were a mess. We hadn't shaved for a long time. We hadn't taken a shower in weeks. We must have been a sight to see. So we meet Brother Bertenshaw at the Temple Visitor Center. He gives us a tour, takes us around to the different exhibits, and then we sit down and watch the Joseph Smith Prophet of the Restoration movie. I think it had recently come out. Now, I remember during the movie, there was a particular scene where Joseph Smith and his crew were doing some work on a house for a surly old lady. So this surly old lady comes up to Joseph Smith as they're working, and she says something to the effect of, Mr. Smith, I don't care much for your religion, but I do appreciate your help. And Joseph Smith then responds, well, ma'am, you might say that is our religion. I remember at that moment, something sparked in me, an interest to learn more. I wanted to know who these people were who these Mormons were, that they were so nice, that their religion was action, that it was service. And so we left the visitor center. We stayed with the Burton Shaws for a couple days, the nicest people I'd ever met. We got our Book of Mormon, of course, and I had the desire to want to learn more. Now, my friend and I continued with our road trip and I didn't think anything more of it. But a month or so later, when we were wrapping up that trip, and I was gearing up for another trip down to South America to travel around for a month or so, I decided I was going to read the Book of Mormon in its entirety, start to finish, before I came back to the United States. And I remember that experience. It was so exciting. Now, I had grown up going to a Methodist church until I was about 13, so I was familiar with Jesus. I was familiar with his story, I was familiar with the Bible. I'd studied Christianity in college, and so as I started reading this book, I knew that something was going to happen with Jesus. I just didn't know what. Now, you're probably thinking, didn't you read the introduction page? It basically tells you what the book is about. Well, this was back in my days in college where I was trained to think that when you read books, particularly historical books, you want to avoid reading the introduction or any preludes written by other people because they might bias your interpretation of the book. So I didn't read the introduction to the Book of Mormon that I just quoted earlier in this episode, and I did not really know what was going to go on in the book. But I had heard something about Jesus having some kind of interaction, and I wanted to see what that was. So I remember watching the countdown in the years on the bottom right corner of the pages, starting in 600 BC with the story of Lehi and Nephi and their family. And then you have some lesser accounts from people like Enos and Omni. And then about 130 BC, things really start to heat up. We have the story of King Benjamin and his big speech to the people. And then we have the accounts of Alma and Mosiah and their kids, Alma the younger and the sons of Mosiah. And the years are just ticking away. 130 BC, 100 BC, 90 BC, 80 BC, 50 BC, 25 BC. Finally, we get to Samuel, this last prophet who testified of Christ before his birth, getting stoned from the top of the wall and then... Jesus is born, right? There's a night that doesn't get dark. A new star is born. I'm pretty fired up at this point. I'm like, oh my goodness, what is going to happen with Jesus in this book? What's coming next? But then the years start ticking forward, 5 AD, 10 AD, 15 AD, and I'm starting to lose steam here. I'm like, well, was that it? Is that all I'm getting from this book? a night that didn't turn dark, and a new star in the sky? I thought there was something more. But I know that Jesus is busy teaching and about to be killed over in Jerusalem, so let's see what happens then. 25 AD, 30 AD, 33 AD, Jesus is crucified. There's storms, earthquakes, fires in the Book of Mormon, destruction, and then stillness. And now I'm freaking out again. Jesus is dead. There's destruction that lasted for a few days. Now he's resurrecting. That's it. What else could possibly happen? And then for those who have read the Book of Mormon, you know what happens next. I'm not going to spoiler it right now. If you haven't read the Book of Mormon before, you're going to have to stick with us for about nine months until we get there. But it's pretty amazing. So that was my first experience with the Book of Mormon. Let me share now with you a journal entry I made right after I finished reading it. Quote, I just finished reading the Book of Mormon. Has definitely made me see my life differently, I suppose. Not sure what to do from here. I want to lead the good life it calls for, as everyone should. I just don't know if I can believe right now. Hopefully Jesus is patient. End quote. Brothers and sisters, I promise you that Jesus Christ is patient. Reading the Book of Mormon completely altered my path in life, eventually leading to baptism, serving a mission, marrying in the temple, and forming an eternal family. I have learned that Jesus Christ is my Savior, and I've found peace in this life, and I'm working on gaining eternal salvation in the life to come. But most importantly, I've learned that I'm a child of God, that Heavenly Father loves me, and I know that He loves you too. And so as we begin to study the Book of Mormon together this year, I pray that we can open our hearts to learn and feel what Heavenly Father has in store for us. Thank you for joining me on this podcast, and I'll see you again next time.